If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Yo, what's up, man? It's your boy Zay Tobin, Zay Tiggy, checking in right here. And you got it locked in to the Progress Report. Salute, dig that. The Progress Report. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Lala Shepard, checking in. And this is the Progress Report. And I got my very special guest of the evening. Zayto, checking in. That's right, that's mm -hmm. right. Okay, so first we're going to start the interview off with a couple of basics, just your likes and dislikes. Um, so what's your favorite meal of the day? Breakfast, lunch, dinner? I'm going to have to go with lunch. And okay. Even though at lunchtime I might be eating breakfast, but you know, just that time of the day around like twelve, that's when I really, you know, really like to eat. Right. Mm. I, don't, I don't care for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too early. Too you early. Know what I mean, it's yeah. kind of weird. So, what's your favorite type of food? I'm gonna go with soul food because mm. I like Japanese a whole lot, but so yeah, but you know, but soul food, I gotta get the soul food. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Okay. Soul food. Okay. So list your top five favorite movies. Top five favorite movies. Mm -hmm. Let's go with. <clears throat> All right, I like Sylvester Stallone a lot, so mm -hmm. he did a movie called Lock Up. I go with that. Okay. All right, I go with. Paid in full. It's another sure. one of my just classic, you know, movies. Right. Ah, uh, you got me on the ropes. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> another. Coming to America. Okay. Good yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, Good choice. choice. Coming to America. Uh, Birds of a Feather. Of course. Because I'm in that. Of course. <laughs> then I say finesse. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Yeah, my own movies. Fair enough. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Not too many people can say they got their own, own movies, movie. so of course you got to pick your own joint. Yeah. Okay. So if you could choose two superpowers, which ones would you choose and why? Two superpowers. Mm -hmm. Um, one with the, I guess, to fly. And that would be just so I can move around fast as I need to, see what's going on, get to wherever I need to fast as I can. Right. Uh, and the other one would be just to, you know, be able to help out other people that's Where? in need. So, Where? you know, I, I guess I, I guess I like that to be a superpower. Okay, mm -hmm. understood. Two favorite cartoons of yours when you were growing up? Cartoons. Mm -hmm. I used to like Tom and Jerry. Classic. Classic. Mm -hmm. uh, what's another cartoon? Thundercats. I heard of it. You might have been too young for that. Yeah, you're yeah, too young yeah, for that. I heard of it though. Thundercat. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so what are some pros and cons of being a military brat? The pros is you just get you know, you get to move around a whole lot, you get to meet new people, you get to, you know, get in different environments, see new places. Uh, I enjoyed that as a kid. And the cons is, um, 
the same thing. You move around a lot, right, so you miss right. your friends. You you know you got to start all over again. So you know that was the only thing I hate about moving so much. It's just like man, I'd be attached to my friends and my True. school and all that, and my girlfriend, whoever right, it is. Right. And then it's like now I gotta leave. So. so the Bay Area versus Atlanta. What are some differences and what are some similarities? The Bay Area versus Atlanta. Mm, I will say the Bay Area in Atlanta, what they have in common is a certain type of style. Like the Bay Area is really style driven as far as clothes and swagger and the way they carry themselves. Right. And Atlanta is definitely, you know, the the, uh, the city for that. So, you know, in, in that way, they remind me of each other. Uh, even with the music, like I think they're similar in the music. Like the Bay Area just has their own sound, right. their own style, and that's what Atlanta is. Atlanta just, you know, they didn't create their own certain sound and style. So if somebody come in from out of town trying to rap that sound or make that sound, you can tell like, oh, they ain't really from here. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, that makes sense. I, I think that's yeah. So for this next part, um, I have about five different tracks. So I'm gonna just play a snippet of them, and as soon as you hear it, um, I'm gonna pause it. You let me know what emotion that it evokes from you, okay? And then what were you going through, or you know, doing at that time. particular time in your life, okay? Okay, cool. Ooh. They don't know about that. They don't know about that. Hey. When I first fell in love Ooh, with those That's it real. back there. It was hard. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm a positive. So again, um, what emotion does that song personally evoke for you? And what were you going through during that time where y'all made that song? At that time, um, this is this is this is like after Gucci had the murder case. Right. Okay. So we just recording songs, and I'm thinking like, okay, Gucci finna go sit down for a little while. Mm. So, you know, I'm just trying to gather a lot of songs, so if he go away, I can have enough material to, to put a, you know, put an album together. That's on the Hard to Kill album. Mm -hmm. So I was listening to all the songs we had. You know, at that, that time, we were just being extra gutter, extra street. We had, uh, we had pills on that, on that album. You know, that's me, a freaky girl. He got hold that thought, all that. And I just yeah. like, that made me be like, we need just that. You know, we used to go to Blaze all the time, mm. Jazzy Tees, them type of clubs. So I was in that feeling like, man, let's make something, an anthem for these girls that dance in these right. clubs. You okay. know what I mean? And that's what we, that's the feeling I had when we were making that song. That's dope, man. That's yeah. so dope to know that. Finally, yeah. it makes sense. Okay, we're going to go to the next one. That's what you call money, small money, small money. You ain't got no money. Black This was another favorite for real. This was my shit. Alright. Dang, that's classic. That's classic. All I can remember about that song is we recorded at Patchwork, mm. and me and Gucci was just in a zone. It's like every song we do, every beat I pull up, we just coming out with bangers. And that was just, you know, that was just in the midst of all that. It's like we might have did 
you know, 10 songs that day. Word. And that was just one of them ones that's like, shh, Gucci going crazy. So All right. I remember that like it was yesterday. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. All right. Next one. Gio, Gio. Hey, young Gio. 32 in a had to play a juice, man. Oh, man. I had to play juice. Hey, hey. Cop a chicken dog for the 18. Hey, hey. So, this is, I th was Gucci locked, I think Gucci was locked up at the time. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I started working real close with Juice. I think that might have been on the Juice World mixtape. Or, I think that might have been a Juice World mixtape. But you know, it's like, at that time, I was doing all Juice beats on whatever mixtape he was putting out. And I was just thinking about him like I was thinking about Gucci, like, mm -hmm. just tearing up the streets. They just go hard. So let me just give you number, just trap street bangers because that's what he, you know he raps so good on them sure. and uh and that just that just remind me of that that just remind me of juice coming over to the house and we just you know cooking up from scratch word okay mm -hmm. that's what's up all right next joint Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Listen to some old Zay. <laughs> so that's, you know, Future brought another element, I think, out of me. You know, just because his style was so different. Mm -hmm. You know, his approach to the game was just so, you know, he was talking about being an astronaut kid and, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, Pluto, all that. So it made, it forced me to use different instruments and different mm -hmm. sounds. I remember when I finally found that sound that I used in that beat right there, it was in a Phantom G, and it's like I used it for like 10 beats after that. It's like, oh, I found something new. So uh, I remember cooking that up for Future, just, you know, just in the 
the stage that he was in and the way he was rapping, it made me come up with that beat. So. Mm. Dope, dope, dope. Mm -hmm. All right, next joint. Definitely my favorite. That I just remember trying to make a movie that time. We was in the studio. I made it from scratch. We was in patchwork. We was working on that mixtape. And it was like, man, I got to make, like, the intro. I just make, I got to make a movie for Gucci. Mm. Uh, and, you know, and that's what he wanted to talk about. He wanted to talk about, like, where would the game be without me? And I said, hold on. Let me add these strings. Let me just make a real scenery about it. Right. And he put the words to it. And that was just, that's one of my favorite songs. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Quavo, you see, if you listen to that music, you can tell, like, you listen to the chords and the way that was brought up. Quavo put me in that space, because, you know, just the way he come up with his melodies, it made me come with that type of track, man. So I had to get a credit. A lot of times, the reason why I make, you know, a lot of times I make different sound and beats, hmm. it be the influence of the artist, you know what I mean? Like, Quavo can influence me to make something different than what a future would right, or what right. Gucci would, so... Uh, I get that influence to uh, on that track was it was trying to just cater to Quavo, and you know gotcha. that's why that's how I came up with that track. Dope, dope, dope. It was like three songs on that particular album. They was um, I think the names of them was originally wrong. It was like three songs that was like oh, out yeah, of yeah. order. Out of order, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the fans knew it. They though. knew what time it was. We knew it. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. we listened. We like, wait a minute. I that think this is that one. Yeah, yeah you know what yeah. I mean. So I do remember that one. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the evolution of Zaytoven as a man and as a producer. Um, now, as a child of God, when in your heart did you know that he was real? When did you realize that he was real? Uh, back, really, when I was when I was real young. Uh, you know, I was just in, I was in church all my life. My dad's a preacher. My mom is, uh, you know, was a choir director. Mm -hmm. And I was just a kid that, you know, grew up in, in that belief. So, you know, that don't mean you, you know, you really know some or feel God. Mm -hmm. I think around, I think I was maybe around 10, year, 10, 11 years old. Okay. That's when I really start, you know, feeling just like a certain spirit and, and feeling, you know, that, that like God has really came into my heart and made me, you know, look at things a certain way and, and act a certain way. So I, I, I say around about 10, 11 years old. Okay, mm -hmm. definitely. All right. Now, tips for maintaining a healthy marriage. Mm -hmm. Make sure the woman is happy. It's like that's, <laughs> okay. that's all I know. Like you know, long as the woman is happy, long as she happy, I think everything is gonna run smoothly. So, absolutely. I always make sure I try to keep my lady happy. That's right. 
Okay. Uh, now, speak on owning a barbershop. Uh, well, owning a barbershop and, and, uh, and being a barber is like, to me, it's not really a whole lot of difference. I mean, it's from a business aspect, it's like, okay, you, you, you make a certain amount of money a month, but still, it's still bills and stuff to keep up, keep that stuff up. Right. I almost enjoy being a barber more than just an owner, just cause mm. I enjoy cutting, I enjoy mm. being in the atmosphere and being around all the people, so. Right. Uh, you know, it just it's just business, you know what I mean? Owning a barbershop. Oh, now I own a salon. My wife got her own salon now. Oh. You know, it's just, it's just been, it's, you know, it's good to be able to have your own, and you can go in there and do whatever you want to whenever sure. you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, I almost missed the fact when I had, when I was working there, when it was like my mm -hmm. job, and I had to get up and go to the barbershop. I almost kind of missed that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, can people still get a cut from you? Uh, only certain people. Right now, I only cut my son, my okay. dad, my brother. So, I don't, gotcha. yeah, I don't really do a lot of. Gotcha. Yeah. What would you say was the best investment that you made? The best investment was, I guess, would say my studio equipment. Mm. Remember, I got my first uh, big check from So Icy. Okay. It was like $25,000. Mm -hmm. I took all the money just reinvest and bought, you know, big, nice studio equipment, new keyboard, new drum mm -hmm. machine. So, you know, and I, I constantly do that. I constantly reinvest mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, in myself, I asked, I asked a banker friend of mine, like, dang, what can I put some of my money in? You know, to just, hmm. to, she was like, right now, the best investment right now is yourself. Continue investing in yourself because the money that you making doing this music, you ain't going to make it nowhere. So, True. so this studio, investing in myself is, the, I think, the, the greatest investment. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now speak on failure and why it's important for people to fail sometimes. Uh, Failure it's almost, you have to fail. That's in anything you do. You know, you're never gonna just come in and go straight to the top and everything is not gonna always be sweet. You're not gonna even know how, how good it feels to to win if you never lose. Right. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it's like in this game now, I'm constantly, you know, I'm constantly, I'm constantly winning, but I'm also taking losses too. Mm -hmm. So just when, you know, when I win, it just feels so much better because I know what losses feel like Absolutely. losses build character you right. know what i mean they, mm -hmm. you know what i mean they strengthen you they make you you know stronger so whenever you do win you know how to appreciate it absolutely yeah um now congratulations on a new label situation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is this your first time being signed to a major label first time okay now i've been you know i've been in the game for a long yeah, time for sure and i never you know i said like i ain't never trip on trying to sign to a major nothing like that mm -hmm. I just felt like I've been in the game for so long and done so much. Right. It's time to, you know, branch out and do something else and, and do that. So that's the reason I did it now. Okay. Makes mm -hmm. sense. Yep. Can we expect the album or something in the near future? The album will be coming out first quarter of 2018. Dope. Definitely be a classic. I think it's a must-have album for anybody listening to rap music, especially trap music. Mm -hmm. It's like the... The Dr. Dre Chronic album, mm. this is the Zaytoven, you know, the Trap Holiday album is, you know, equivalent to that. Dope, dope, dope. All right, now the next section is the music. Okay. Okay, so um, I know you met Jay-Z a couple of months back. Mm -hmm. I saw that picture and that was epic. I think everybody in hip-hop was super excited. Right, yeah. Um, did you get a chance to listen to the latest album you put out? Yeah, the 4-4, uh-huh, yeah. Okay, now what was your overall um, takeaway message from that? When you say takeaway method, what you mean? Like, uh, I know he he put it out, you know, for, you know, our people specifically. Uh huh. Um, 
were there any like main points or takeaways that you got when you listened to the whole album? Um, you know, for me, I think uh, just, you know, just being smarter about investing mm -hmm. and um, of course, just thinking about priorities, that type of thing. So what takeaways did you have from the album? I think that's what it is. I think, you know, Jay-Z is such a, a, a businessman and, you know, and a well thinker that he's trying to enlighten our people mm -hmm. to do things a different way and, you know, trying to, you know, share some knowledge to them in a form of rap where they can kind of soak it up and say, okay, nah, he right. Right. You know, then, but you know, this, it's, the culture that it is, you know, a lot of us ain't gonna take it like that. Yeah. You know, it's, true. you know, we still gonna do how we do it and all that. <laughs> so. Times, yeah. yeah, you know how that go. But, Word. but I, you know, I definitely commend him for doing that because he's in a position that's, if he don't do that, then he, you know, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. Right. Yeah. Now, what about music from you guys? Can we now, you know what? I, I can't say exactly when. Gotcha. I know we, you know, I know we got some dope on the way. Mm. It was like 25 tracks that, you know, mm. that I uh, left them with. We was actually about to release one, okay. but then we pulled back. So, you know, just stay tuned. Oh, hell just stay yeah. tuned. That's gonna be major. Yeah. Um. Now, speak about Bankroll Fresh. Um. His evolution, his evolution from Young Fresh to Bankroll Fresh. Mm. Talk about that transition. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, as an artist and as a person, as you knew him when he was first starting yeah. to uh, start his career. Uh, Bankroll Fresh, what I know him as Young Fresh, is he was like a real little brother to me. Like, this is one of the guys that, you know, if anybody know, like my house or my mom's house, that's like the spot if you want to come do music. Mm -hmm. He was the guy that's there every day, bright and early, you know, all the time. So, uh, I mean, the evolution from from Young Fresh is just him being excited to come around and, you know, just do songs. Then Bankroll Fresh, he became an artist that people are looking at, like, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, just one of the newest, hottest guys in the game. Mm -hmm. So. I couldn't do nothing but respect it and be like, man, For my sure. boy Fresh is not playing. He's going <laughs> extra up. hard. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it was just a blessing to sit there and watch him evolve and watch him. You know, it's it, the most exciting thing for me is to watch a guy like Fresh absolutely. go from absolutely nothing. He came to me. Mm -hmm. He rapped on one of my beats that I didn't even give it to him. Mm. But he just came to me showing me, like, hey, man, I'm the truth. It go from that to like, oh yeah, you are the truth. I'm working with you every day. Mm -hmm. To it's like, dang, you on the radio. You the hottest right, guy out exactly. right now. That's just amazing to watch. So definitely, because yeah. a lot of people, I don't think they realize that you know, Young Fresh, he was on a lot of Gucci Man's past tapes, oh, and that's yeah. when I first, I guess, Darn saw on. his name. Mm -hmm. um, but I, of course, I didn't know he was gonna be Bankroll Fresh. Bankroll but Fresh. That's when I first, you know, heard about him. Um, now another artist too that you played a very influential uh, place in his career and his life is Trouble. Mm -hmm. um, so talk about his evolution. I know he's currently serving time right now, mm -hmm. free Trouble. Um, but just talk about um, the maturity of his music, just from when you first met him to now his sound. When I first met him, he wasn't even really rapping that much. It was more so about Big Bang Black. It was more so about Ali Boy. Mm. But you know, but Trouble always had that star quality sure. thing about him. So. Uh, we did a project together called Zay Did It, you know, mm -hmm. how long ago was that? About a year or two ago? Mm -hmm. And you know, and I just, you know, I, I felt like he was a star back then, so that's when I said, let me jump on him early, sure. start working with him early. Mm -hmm. We got the movie Birds of a Feather 2 coming right. out, and he's the star in that movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want to be the first one to say, hold on, you know, I had him in the movie first, Straight you know up. what I mean? So. <laughs> 
you know, just watching a guy like him, when I first met him, he was just coming out of jail. You know what I mean? To to be the guy who he is now, you're doing songs with Drake, he in movies, he, you know, he's a superstar now. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, what are your thoughts on women in hip-hop? Um, I know, you know, with a female, you wouldn't know this, but a lot of mm-hmm. females, we go through a lot of sexist stuff and, you know, just a whole bunch of craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are your thoughts and your perspective on women in hip-hop, and what would you do if your daughter told you she wanted to do music? Uh, my perspective on women in hip-hop is I think it's definitely definitely needed you know mm-hmm. I, matter of fact I think women have they shot and they time right now especially oh, yeah. that Cardi B doing so good mm-hmm. the girl Cash Doll coming up right. doing her I thing you know what I mean mm-hmm. so so it's like you know I'm that's I just put out a project with a number of girls called Zaytown <laughs> Sorority too right and I'm trying to empower that you know I'm Absolutely. trying I'm rocking with the girls you know what I mean mm-hmm. of course it's a it's you know it's a man's sport so it's definitely gonna be sexist it's definitely gonna be harder for women to get on and get popping mm-hmm. but you know it's definitely a, a spot that's open that it's you know it's a void in the game where you got to have them women in the game right, so you know right. it's very it's a voice that's very much needed so I'm doing my thing sure. to rock with the women you know what I mean absolutely and you always have supported the females yeah, like you definitely. said you did release a, a tape with all females and I remember uh, back in the day you had a couple of songs with Diamond uh-huh. the girls there. I've been rocking with the girls man so. absolutely so we appreciate that that's what's up alright so five business tips that you would give to young artists and um, young producers that might, they probably don't know nothing about the game mm-hmm. Um, just from anything, what would you say? Uh, first of all, coming in the game, I definitely say look at your paperwork. You know what I mean? Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, watch how you spend your money because, you know, this stuff, it, it, it comes fast and it go even faster. Um, and that's that's like the, you know, make investments. Make sure you reinvest whatever it is that you what you're doing, you know, re- reinvesting yourself. If you're a producer, reinvesting your equipment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're an artist, re- reinvesting you getting your own studio, you know what I mean? So you can rap as much as you need to and things like that. Right. Uh, those are like just the major points. Those are the things I see a lot of people just kind of fall off in the area and then they can be hot for a little while and then the next year it's like, and they struggling, they ain't, mm-hmm. you know. So always reinvest in yourself. Make sure you, you know what I mean, make wise choices with your money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it may look like a whole lot right. at once, but boy, that stuff get to getting gone. And right. you're like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. And it's like quick saying, there ain't nothing you can do. That money getting gone. Right, that's so, true. Yeah. Good advice. Mm-hmm. All right, now this last part. Um, it's the progress support report cards, okay? Okay. So I'm going to name a couple of different artists, and you're going to base, you're going to give them a grade. A, B, or C. That's it. Okay. Um, based off of creativeness, work ethic, and consistency. Okay. All right. So as mm-hmm. soon as I say the name, A, B, or C. That's okay. it. All right. All right. Young LA. I'm going to give him a A. Okay. Young Ralph. I got to give A. You can't name all the guys. These are my boys. Right. These are A. You know okay. I'm going to give them a A. All right. Okay. But well, you keep going. Keep going. Move. Okay. 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 Um, Jeezy. Jeezy. Uh, B. Okay. Gotti. A. Rocco. B. Plies. B. 21 Savage. A. Young Scooter. A. Two Chains. A. Chief Keef. A. 
Young Draw. B. Okay, Lil Uzi Vert. A. Uh, Migos. A. Future. A. Okay, Lil Pump. A. All right, now this this last one. Okay. Sober Gucci, mm -hmm. and the the high Gucci. Okay. Far as what music or everything like we was like you know you was right there as I'm far right there as from knowing the from the beginning both yeah I know both so give us an accurate comparison of not necessarily better or worse but mm -hmm. just some of the differences that you probably notice. Well, the the sober Gucci is definitely way easier to deal with. Mm. Uh, you know, he's definitely more business oriented. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's the the you know the sober Gucci is a guy that can be you know you can look up to mm. you know and and kind of try to pattern yourself after. Now the the high Gucci, I think the music was a little bit more profound. Mm. You know, it just it was something that was so unorthodox, something that was just so authentic mm -hmm. that you know that that's what made Gucci who he is today so right. you know what I mean so I, I get that people like man I like the old Gucci man I like the new Gucci yeah yeah yeah, yeah I and mean, it's, it's I understand that it's because you know when you make him you got to think even the old Gucci you know the big you know fat Gucci and all that mm -hmm. Gucci that's the still hungry Gucci that's right. the Gucci that's you know what I mean still you know what I mean still going coming for the spot Right. The new Gucci is like, you know, he's up, he's winning, he's right. smiling. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you're not going to get the same hunger that you got from That's back true. Then. Yeah. That's true. Man, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, Zay, man. Much continued success to you and all that good stuff. And we definitely look forward to hearing this new album this first quarter. Yep, yep. Anything else you want to share with the people? Uh, make sure y'all be on the lookout for Trap Holla. I mean, not Trap. Well, of course, the album Trap Holla, Zay. But Birth of a Feather 2 sure. is definitely an epic movie. Uh, so, y'all, make sure y'all stay in tune for that. And I can't wait. I can't wait for 2018. Appreciate y'all. Progress Report. Salute, Zaytova. Dope. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.